In this video, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to do kind of a podcast style video. Uh, I'm going to continue doing the long form, in-depth, well-researched videos, but I'm going to start making these as well. And the goal here is to be more of a conversational, conversation of one, uh, podcast style video. And in this video, I'm going to talk about mainly why I want to, what my goals here are and how this serves sort of my larger mission that I have with my videos and uh, so on. So why am I doing this format? So the like short version is to get more content out there and to, you know, sharpen the video making skills. All of that's pretty obvious, right? Uh, but also, well, for example, writing blog posts for me takes a really, really long time. I spend a lot of time on the pros, which doesn't feel very effective. And the full length deep dive videos, as I mentioned, I'm definitely going to keep doing those, but they take a long time. I'm currently working on one on EIP 1559 and uh, it's taking a long time. <laughs> so I guess I should also say that these podcast style videos uh, are going to diverge away from crypto. So if you only care about crypto, maybe uh, just don't watch. Um, but they do all, ultimately they're all going to tie into what I think of as like the larger vision, which is very, very relevant to crypto. So, okay, so I'll get into it a little bit more. So, as you can see, I have some little notes here. Please don't read ahead. I'm, I'm going to explain them all. But I think the main thing that I'm thinking about here is in the modern day, you know, like we have this new technology, we have the internet, we have video and audio that can be shared uh, digitally and super infinitely scalable in an infinitely scalable way. And I don't think we've yet really come to appreciate the how transformational that is. So if you think back to, if you think back to like the way that you would influence the idea space, the world, influence the direction of the future in the past, it would be primarily, I think, through books. You know, if you're someone like a Nietzsche or Jung or any of these people who had these big ideas, they would write a book. And that was simply the only option. Um, another option, I guess, would be to become some sort of like political leader or something, um, but that's an, that's a slightly different domain. Um, but either way, I think, you know, in the past, you wrote a book and we, to some degree, we haven't really adapted to this new technology that we have, right? Like, I think people still place a lot of emphasis on books and books still matter. Um, but the number of people you're going to reach with books is just way, way smaller, so now that we have this technology, I think the, in, the people who have the most influence on the direction of our future, on the world, are not going to be people who solely write books, right? They're going to be these people who have the, the, those words, that, that content, those ideas that maybe in previous times would have been written in a book, but they're going to speak those words into reality and the people who are going to be most effective at this 
are obviously going to be the people who are develop their ability to speak and develop their charisma and develop all of those things that you can think of as sort of like marketing. You can think of, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of fluff. You can sort of dismiss um, those abilities, like to tell your story in a compelling way. And you could say, well, just the content is all that should matter. Telling the story is kind of this like marketing and whatever. It's kind of dirty, but it doesn't matter, right? Marketing is a thing for a reason. It actually works. So the people who are going to, the people who wrap their ideas and their vision of the future in a super compelling, super charismatic, uh, visionary, vibrant package, they're just going to win or those ideas are going to win. Those memes are going to win, right? So I think if we're, if we could look back from the future onto this mimetic war that's ongoing, uh, you're going to know what you would see is that the, the memes that won were, were brought into existence in, in this beautiful, compelling story, right? People care about stories. We've all heard this many times now. So, yeah, it's about that charisma, that, that energy. That's what I've got here. And so there's, there's many examples of this, right? Like Joe Rogan is the, the obvious, or he's, I think, the first person to really prove the power of the technology, which is not a controversial thing to say, right? Like his podcast is so unbelievably successful that uh, I think we still don't really understand. We haven't wrapped our heads around that, right? Like if you think about the, the amount of engagement he gets, millions of people tune into the podcast for like a couple hours a week on average, probably something like that. And if you compare that to like most TV shows, they're just not like, I think the, the level of engagement is just so, so high. And, and so like what Joe has mastered is the conversational ability. He shows up as just himself in a very authentic way. And he just asks questions, uh, out of curiosity. And, uh, you know, the product is incredibly compelling. Um, another, but Joe is, like he's really good at that. He's really good at conversation, but the ideas that are being brought into the world through his, his, his podcast are not really his ideas. He's the, he's the interviewer, which is totally fine. He's good at it. He's really good at it. But I think the people who are going to be these modern day mimetic magicians that shape the future with their, their words, these people are going to, obviously they're going to have some ideas, right? So if you think about, Someone like I'll skip ahead a little bit here to Peterson, Jordan Peterson, whether you love him or hate him is not, doesn't matter. Uh, his, he is a person who, so he's a little, he's different than Joe, obviously, but he's got that charismatic ability to speak, uh, incredibly well, you know, like he's one of the only people that I can think of that can stand up on stage and extemporaneously, I think that's the word, uh, just think out loud. And it's actually pretty compelling to certain people. And he can just be up there and just speak. And the, the thing he's producing, you might think it's whatever, not good, but he's selling out auditoriums just speaking for like two hours. 
And that's an incredible thing to do. You know, if you, if you think about him as a lecturer, he's, he's easily the most successful lecturer of all time. I, I would think. Like, I don't know who else it would be. And so Peterson, he's different from Joe in that he is bringing uh, ideas. Whereas Joe's the interviewer, he has people on his show who might have these various ideas and visions. Peterson is someone who's, he's bringing that marketing char charisma ability to speak to these ideas, these visionary ideas himself. Now his ideas are not necessarily his, and he would say that, you know, most of his ideas are coming from Young and Nietzsche and, and a bunch of other people. But yeah, he, he has like two of those big elements. He has the, the ideas and uh, they're not necessarily his, but he has the ideas and he has the charismatic package and you know, he's been insanely successful. And uh, so I, I think another, another element that is needed to really hit this like brilliant trifecta is the mimetic intelligence. And of course, Trump, again, love him or hate him, doesn't matter. I'm just saying his, his ability to craft memes was very good. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if he's the best ever. He's just the first person I think of where he didn't necessarily have like the ideas, like he's not like a Peterson type who has these like deep philosophical ideas, but he was just good at memes. And uh, in the modern era of digital communications, that, that mimetic ability is super important because if you get the good memes, if you craft a good meme, it spreads, you know, it, it's one of the ways in which you can take your idea and attach a little like rocket propellant booster to it. Right. Is a good meme making it like short and concise and, and so on. Um, as a little aside, I actually didn't plan to talk about this, but, uh, in like 2018 or so I wrote some blog posts on Bitcoin, the security budget problem, the security budget problem. And you may have heard that term, the security budget. It's actually like everyone, it's kind of the term that's used to describe this thing in crypto, which is a pretty small niche, but it's basically the accepted term. And uh, like that, I originated that term, that, that term, like the first time it's ever used is in my blog post. And I think what's interesting about that is, you know, the term is now widely used and I'm not going to claim it's like super like a huge deal or anything, but I think the fact that I found a short word that in captured kind of the intuition around what the, uh, in this case, the minor revenue was in relation to the security of the system, uh, because that was captured in a, in a short little phrase that made intuitive sense, um, it proliferated and now it's commonly used. And so the meme kind of worked. Uh, like it's, it's now it's, it's, it's its own thing. It's out there living and just whatever it's entered into the lexicon. So I think, yeah, that moment, that mimetic ability is absolutely crucial or it's just so powerful. Like it's an added element, it's an added rocket booster kind of thing. And I guess one of the things I'm saying here is that, you know, the ideas themselves, like the words are great. The concepts are valuable. Obviously that's the thing that has to be good. You can't just have pure memes or pure marketing, but if you have those good, those, 
some impactful idea and then you wrap it in the spoken word with a charismatic person who's delivering it in a compelling way and especially develops their ability to tell that story in person in conversation because that's important and if they can wrap their vision in a charismatic delivery and then craft memes like use their mimetic uh ability to i guess that's just like another dimension of the marketing of it these things take the idea and propel it more rapidly through the newosphere through like the collective intelligence the collective consciousness or unconsciousness or whatever so i think these people who hit that trifecta the trifecta being the the ideas and here's where i would again dis distinguish peterson from uh like this ideal trifecta person is Peterson's idea, he's, a, he's like I said, he's taking a lot of Jung and Nietzsche and just kind of bringing them into the, into the modern time. And he's, of course, dipping into Christianity a lot now. And, but I would say my criticism at kind of a meta level of what he's doing in terms of this like modern day mimetic philosopher magician thing is that his ideas are essentially like they're, they're a bit old, which it's a whole argument how valid they are, but... Um, I think it's a bit backward looking and I'm not sure it's gonna, it's going to have legs in the big, big, big picture. But anyway, he is, uh, yeah, if you had someone, if you take novel ideas that are, uh, you know, very compelling, like a vision of the future that's compelling and, and nuanced and so on, and you deliver it with that charisma and meme magic and with modern technology, of course, which everyone has now, but you need those things to have like this mega super power influence, I think. <clears throat> and so uh, a couple other things I'll say here is I sort of mentioned this already, but these another thing that I've realized is that these you can't just present your idea in fully formed, complete format and just kind of like drop it onto the internet and think that people are going to adopt it. Even if you're, even if the idea is really good, which is a big if, but even if it's really good and like, it's the idea that should win out, uh, you might just not get noticed. <laughs> you might drop some like brilliant, um, idea, some po blog post or something. And just people just don't read it. Or like a few people read it and they're like, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Or that was amazing, but it just doesn't reach terminal velocity or it doesn't reach uh, escape velocity, I should say. So I think these ideas need to be midwifed into existence. You need to speak about them, tell the story for months or years, probably, and continually like give it life. It's like you're nurturing like a growing thing, like a plant or an ant, like a growing life form. You need to nurture it. You need to speak it into existence. You need to... You know, you need to continually do it over and over and over again. You need to go on the podcast. You need to tell the story a bunch of times. And eventually, if the idea is good um, and you do that well, then it, it can achieve a life of its own to where you could then get hit by a bus and it would continue on. It becomes its own life form, right? It becomes its own mimetic life form. 
Um, and of course, so an example of, of this, I would say, <clears throat> is Balaji Srinivasan starting the Network States podcast. I'm a huge fan of his vision, the Network States idea. I think there's something incredible there that I'll talk about more in the future. But he's he has his website. He's created his, um, you know, he's kind of told the story. Like the idea is out there. And I think he's done a really good job of it. But he's also now starting the podcast, <clears throat> which I think is an, is the right thing to do because he's got to, he can't just drop the website and drop the book and then kind of walk away. He needs to midwife it into existence. So he's going to have to tell this story on his podcast with a whole bunch of different people from a whole different, different bunch of angles. And, and for years, and then maybe it'll happen. And so, yeah, I think another thing Balaji is doing very well is he's t attempting to tell this story in many different ways. So he's got the network state in one sentence, in one image, in 1,000 words. Like there's multiple little chunks there. In one essay, he's got the whole book. So he's got, he's like maximizing the like mimetic potential here by not just dropping like a 50,000 word blog post, but he's given multiple like resolutions of the thing and putting it out into the world and seeing if they can replicate and, and have a life of their own. Um, <clears throat> another thing that I think he's doing well is, or it, he's not focusing this on, on this too much, but I am trying to focus on this in my videos is having images, explaining things in images. It's just, I'll talk about this in the future, maybe more, but for now, I'll just say like, I think it's so powerful to have, detailed, accurate images that can tell, that can capture, um, that can take a whole bunch of information and represent it in an image because it's just way easier to just see something. If you can see something and understand how it works rather than read, that's just memetically better. It's just easier, right? It's, it's just, it's way easier to take in information visually. And some things by their nature need to be described in language. You can't get around it. Um, but some things, they can actually be explained better in images than words. So especially technical things. So that's, I guess I would even add to me, I think there's a, maybe there's a fourth thing missing here. Um, and that is, I think, having the idea, the vision speaking it into existence with charisma and a comp telling a compelling story, uh, using, of course, the modern technology to do that, that's a given, but also having accompanying imagery. Like the imagery is so, so powerful. If you can do all of that and have like rich symbolism and imagery and get right down the brainstem and like implant it into people's heads in a really visual way then that's powerful that's going to beat out the other memes right and uh so okay so that's kind of i've kind of made the case for why so that's kind of why i want to do this this format is um, i think it's just crucial today to develop those those skills if you're going to want to have your ideas, your vision, etc., proliferate. And so, of course, the implication there is that I have a 
vision that I'm working on. I've been working on for a few years now. And that's my goal here is to talk about that. And it's not, I'm not necessarily claiming that this is um, like just my vision or I've created out of nowhere, anything like that. It's, and I'll get into what that vision is in future videos where I'll talk about um, essentially like it involves how we can use crypto and kind of a network states idea to develop this alternative to the future, to the path that we seem to currently be on. And I'll talk about it lots more in the future, but that's, well, that's kind of my goal here is to, is to l develop the ability to speak and tell this story. And ultimately what I'm hoping to do here is circle around this bigger vision, this bigger picture thing and hit it from a whole, a whole bunch of different angles and talk about and understand and explore that territory until for one, I've refined the idea itself and found any shortcomings, etc. And the other component of that, of course, is um, just doing the Balaji thing, right? Like hitting it from a whole, telling the story in a bunch of different ways, telling it in the five minute version, the one hour version, the 20 hour version. Um, and the goal is to eventually be able to, you know, refine and shape that video, that vision, make it lucid and, uh, and uh, clear and, and be able to tell that story like in public without notes, etc., to different audiences, to different lengths, uh, five minutes, 10 minutes, etc. Because I think that's the, that's what you got to do. Um, so, so yeah, that's my goal here is to, to, to circle around the big picture vision. I'm probably going to talk about many different topics, um, that may not, may seem to not be completely related to this kind of like crypto, whatever vision. Um, but again, it's circling around from a bunch of different angles and eventually I'm going to try to, uh, by the end of it, have a crafted visual image vision thing that can hopefully make some contribution contribution to moving toward a better future. So, uh, that's it for now. I will aim to do one of these once per week or so. Um, so yeah, thanks for watching. And I will, I will have another video soon. I'm working on the EIP 1559 video, which is, uh, I think I mentioned, but I'm like 75 hours into the drawing on that one. So it's, uh, it's been a labor, but it's almost done. Thanks for watching and, uh, see you later.